0: <laughs> hello we're back with an all-new episode with a special guest hello
1: <laughs>
2: it's
0: sophia
1: hi i mean who
0: say your name who are you oh
1: hi
3: <laughs> <laughs> really uh, just tossing it out you just toss it out. we're back we have this we're here it's happening it's all
0: happening it's all happening
1: don't good. keep them waiting yeah yeah the
0: people have been waiting for too
2: long
1: yeah it's finally thursday thank goodness thank goodness wow um thanksgiving thursday i just it all made sense okay (laughs) it's thanksgiving
0: back to we love that i'm jerome and that's kenyon and today on our very special thanksgiving edition we have a very special thanksgiving guest sophia camp sophia is a music student with me and kenyon at yale she is an incredible singer musician composer uh, and she and i actually have been going to school together since we were in the third grade so it's a wonderful thanksgiving homecoming reunion episode bon appetit
1: Should I say my name? Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Sophia Campoamor. Yes, a star. On wow.
2: Sofia,
0: how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing really well. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great place to be.
3: Mm-hmm. Wow. How can I grow up and be like you? <laughs> <laughs> I just all. I want my days to be really well days. Don't go to school, really kids. Well days.
1: Sorry, do go to school, kids, but then take a break. But only only for a certain amount of time. Yeah.
0: Wow,
3: the truth, the truth. Yeah. The truth is on fire.
0: <laughs> we don't need no water. How was your day,
3: Kenny? You-, you know, my day was a troublesome day. Oh, dear. Um, oh. I was supposed to get this package delivered today... Oh, I
0: have a story about a package. But please, you continue.
3: I don't think that's appropriate for the airwaves, Jerome. No! uh, no. What did you think I was talking about?
0: (laughs) What were you talking about?
3: (laughs) Well, I asked you first. Anyway, I was supposed to get a package today. Well, actually, I wasn't supposed to get a package today. I was surprised buy a package happening I got like a text from like one of those automated services being like your package will be delivered like in 37 minutes and I was like
2: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I've never gotten a text I'm like that, that text. <laughs> you... are you
0: sure it was real <laughs> I've been getting these texts recently that are like Jerome you have to call to figure out your student loan debt oh, and I'm like, no
1: that... don't no. text me that <laughs> it's a lie <laughs> it's not true I got lots of texts telling me to vote Oh, that's
0: for yes. Good. I got yeah. a lot of texts telling me to vote for Beta O'Rourke in particular, but
3: I
2: mm. do not
0: live in Texas, mm.
2: unfortunately.
3: No one texted me to vote. I feel well, did you I'm vote? sorry, I would have texted out. you. I, <laughs> I did vote. <laughs> now I just feel
0: like no one wanted me to vote. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm glad you did anyway. Oh, thanks, Mom. <laughs> what what's this what, about your package? Yes.
1: <laughs> Thirty seven <Anyway>, minutes later. <laughs> I wasn't
2: around
3: and I was like, I don't know what's going on, but then apparently my parents were trying to deliver something for me.
1: Oh. Because
0: tomorrow's your birthday. It was very kind <gasps> of them. In this time, not the not Black Friday. Oh my God, Black Friday is next week. Is it weird that that's weirder to me than, <laughs> than Thanksgiving is next week? Please continue.
1: I uh, mean, how old kid. are you turning?
3: I'm turning twenty two. Ooh. <laughs> or I will have turned twenty two by the time the world hears this. Very exciting. Um, I wasn't home, so it got like re-delivered to the place that I sent that it was coming from. And then someone else was supposed to bring it and so I ended up standing outside for an hour in the cold. An hour. Before I got here, waiting for someone who's supposed to deliver it between the like minutes of like it's eight forty-five today. and nine, but like then they just didn't.
1: It's too come. cold to stand today. That's horrible.
3: It was terrible. That's how my day was. <laughs> oh
1: no. How was
3: your day, Jerome?
0: Um how was my day? My day actually was pretty good. It's pretty productive. I did not I'm now remembering a lot of things that I didn't do today. Don't
3: think I of those things. Done.
0: But that's okay. It was pretty good. It was a pretty good day. I got some work done. Mm-hmm. I had some lunches. I had lunch with friend. Mm. Um, I had lunch with a friend. Uh, <laughs> I had dinner with my uh, Froco kids. Mm. Um, it was. I had a pretty fine Monday. Thank you, everyone, for listening.
2: That's all. Yay. <laughs> anyway.
3: Anyway. Um, um, we have, as we always must have...
0: A moment for the world.
3: Amazing. Incredible. Uh,
0: uh, many things have happened today on this day. Um, something that happened over the weekend last week, a the King Kong musical premiered on Broadway or opened on Broadway. I don't know what the terminology
1: now, is. No, I didn't
3: know that was happening. Did you know that was happening,
0: Sophia?
1: I didn't know it was happening now, but I, I knew that it was... I kind of thought it had already happened.
0: It happened in Australia.
1: Okay, it happened okay. in
0: Australia a couple years ago, I think. I don't know the exact chronology.
1: Yes, but before now, it was in Australia. Yeah.
0: And then it was through a whole series of different uh, book writers and composers. The reason why Sophia and I <laughs> know about this is because we took a class with Marcia Norman. Um,
1: One of the greats. One of the greats.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, she wrote the book for The Color Purple. Um what's The Secret the play Garden. That- the Secret Garden Night Mother. Night Mother is the thing that she won a Tony Pulitzer. 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 Mm? Someone will fact check that
1: later. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> and she at one point was on the team for King Kong. Um, Much
1: to her later sh- chagrin.
0: Yeah. Well, I think while she was teaching our class, she was removed from the King Kong team.
1: Yes. Whoa,
3: whoa, whoa. She was removed or she stepped down?
0: I don't know. And I will not make a call on that. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: That's a different thing. I know. <laughs> I I mean, when someone sets out to write a musical about King Kong, do they think it will be good?
1: Not necessarily.
3: Right. Which right. may
1: have been the issue for her being involved, since I feel like she probably sets out to write a musical with being good in mind. <laughs> being
0: is, good. Oh, good song. God, I Just love Barbara Streisand. Anyway. What do you think she thinks about the King Kong musical? <laughs> Barbara? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, who can never be sure? Um, anyway, this music it's like a 35 million dollar musical, which is a ton of money, um, because there's this 20-foot 2,000pound puppet. No.
1: Are they doing it in like a, a standard theater?
0: I think so, but I think it's been like it has to have been like bolstered somehow, because mm. you watch the video and the thing is like jumping around. It's really cool. Mm. Like the King Kong, animatronic, whatever is super cool. It takes like fifteen people <laughs> to like handle it. And they're like pulling ropes and pulleys, it's cool. Um, but nothing else about the show is good is what I've heard. <laughs> that's, <laughs> tragedy.
1: That's I yeah, I, I feel like they probably set out knowing they could make spectacle and right. that's that's Truly. probably all.
3: Truly. And I mean as a writer, I mean I guess you gotta make money somehow. somewhere, Yeah.
1: That's work.
0: Somewhere.
3: <laughs> how did you uh how did you have you read any uh, recent critiques? Oh, any, very, any criticisms? Inter- very interesting question. Any, um, I
0: actually was just reading this New York Times article
3: about Oh, wow, you're so well-read, Jerome.
2: You is just that a so... paper copy I see? Oh, a
0: paper copy of the newspaper? Rustle it. Rustle
2: it for them so they know. ASMR. Mm. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to open the newspaper.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to read it, but it's great. I'll read the beginning. They sent two... Um, they sent two reviewers to this musical, and instead of you know both of them writing a review or writing a review together or something, they just have written a. They like had a conversation.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, oh, it's like a it's like a like a written podcast. Oh, they had a podcast, but right, right? Then they right, wrote. Right, they right, just the wrote it out. the transcript. Yeah. The transcript, exactly. Um, ben Brantley begins. Hello, Jesse. <laughs> I'm not in a playful mood this morning having just seen the spirit-crushing King Kong. Oh, no. That's where it opens. That's a heavy
1: puppet. (laughs) (laughs) That's a
3: heavy puppet.
0: If you just need something to make you chuckle a little bit, but also feel bad at someone else's misfortune, I would suggest reading. Oh,
3: that's their fortune. I mean... Fortune
0: is right.
1: They spent it all, but it was their fortune. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. $35 million. Oh, my.
0: That should be my drag name. Miss Fortune.
1: Miss Fortune. I actually
0: really like that.
3: I think it's probably that's like an easy one. That seems like a kind of It
1: may have been done
3: like multiple times sure. like across the across sure. the world in several
1: languages. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right
0: everybody.
3: Um but there's there's more to be had of King Kong just like there's more to be had of Toy Story
1: maybe perhaps Toy oh, Story yes. number 4.
0: Toy Story 4. Sophia, you watched the trailer.
1: I did. I was mid-recording session today when uh, when my friend pulls up the trailer for Toy Story 4, <laughs> and it's very exciting because the music is none other than oh, Both Sides yes, Now by it's Joni Mitchell. Mitchell's. Are you both kidding me? Are, you, me? You, Are yes, you kidding yes, me? Are you kidding me? Wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. Anyone who knows me should know that I live for Joni Mitchell and that Both Sides Now makes me weep uncontrollably. It's an
1: incredible song. Right. Right, it's yes. an incredible song. So I'll, we we're off to a great start. Um, <laughs> the but it's you know the, it's the it's a very peppy version that she has. Yeah. Um, okay, yes. back in the day when that was recorded, <laughs> and you see like the cast of Toy Story holding hands in the sky, floating by one by one. Right,
0: because they so both sides now has this. I've looked at clouds. clouds. It starts
1: out talking about clouds.
0: Um, and the Toy Story, like, classic trademark wallpaper is of clouds. Right. So they're, like, spinning in a circle in front of these clouds.
1: Yes. Great image. Yes. And so you see the long chain of all all your favorite characters from Toy Story characters. 1, 2, and 3. Right. Um, and you get to the end of the chain. And there's this, this sp- how do you pronounce it? A spork. A spork. <laughs> a spork. Uh, yeah, I a, think a combination. His name is Sporky. I think it, it might even be Forky. It might be Forky. Um, Neither sporty. of
3: those are are really very good. are
0: they? <laughs> well, he Names. keeps saying he's like, I'm not a toy. I'm not a toy. He's
1: freaking out he's to be really included in this floating in the sky chain of toys. I I agree that
0: he's probably not a toy. I'm.
1: So he has like some <laughs> some pipe cleaners or something yeah. attached to him so to bring famous... him more to life to to try and give him the role of toy. Um, but he is not having it. He or she or they, I don't actually know the gender of this spork. It is fully a
0: spork. So does someone like... The character's name is Forky, but...
3: Uh, but I guess anything can be a toy. Like, you know, when hmm. you, you're growing up, you you can make anything, anything.
1: Maybe that's what that's this fair. movie is about.
0: Right. Wow. Imagination. Liberating Liber- how we feel about... Creativity. What is a toy.
3: What is From play? the, like,
1: packaged sort of industrialized, this is this toy that you recognize too.
3: I'm getting like anti-capitalist undertones. Mm. And like, you know, really. Toy
0: Story 4, Overthrow
3: the Patriarchy. Thank Mm. you. I'm so glad, I'm so excited now. I mean, it's gonna (laughs) be great. Our
1: our anti-hero does not seem very keen on (laughs) (laughs) this (laughs) role.
0: Interest, interest, interest. I'm not a toy! (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll have to see what happens. Summer 2019. Hmm. See, did you guys watch Toy Story three?
2: I can't Even say yes. that I did.
0: <gasps> oh, it's very good. Well, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but Wait. the end is like there is a part that is like you know it's a Disney Pixar movie, so like when a, did
1: it come out? I'm just
0: twenty ten twenty eleven.
1: Was there uh was there some scene? I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm imagining it like a like a. Like a pit of fire. Yes, yes, oh, yes. yes. Oh, okay. So you've oh, she's got it. it. Okay, I've seen it. So they're like
0: at. Okay, spoiler alert. Okay. People were mad when we didn't give a spoiler alert. About I was mad.
1: I was actually one of those people. I'm so, oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. It's um, it's my own fault because I had an opportunity to see the movie and I didn't take it. So it's I, I, oh, no. I had it coming. It's okay. I'm still gonna watch it and have a great time.
2: Okay. Good.
0: Yes, yeah. you will. Yeah. Um, okay. So, spoiler alert on Toy Story three. At the end, they get like thrown away. Right. Um, and so then they are like at the dump. Yes, and like, it was the dump. Being pushed towards the incinerator, and you're really like, wow, they're gonna die. Yeah. Um, but then the aliens pick them up with the claw, which is a recall of, from the first movie. Right. Where they're like, the claw, right? Um, <laughs>
2: the claw. So
0: then they get back to Andy. Yes. Andy's the name of the boy. Got it. They get back to Andy. Mm-hmm. And then Andy gives them away to a little girl. Or oh, it's never That's right. That the child is a girl.
1: To so a little a child. A little
0: child. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then Tom Hanks as Woody is like, see round partner, or whatever mm. he says. And it's like, oh, like the circle of life. Yes. Now the toys can live Begin on again. In, in someone else. Right. With the spork. Well, that was before the spork.
3: <laughs> I'd live on with the spork now, you know? Like
0: I don't know if I needed it. I hope that I just hope they don't mess up the they had a really mm. nice beginning, middle
2: and A trilogy is beginning. a good form. It's it is. a good
3: I love a good A, B, C, an A, B, A form Mm -hmm. with that recall at the end. Mm -hmm. You start somewhere, you move away from it, you come back to it. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Circle of life.
0: (laughs) Right. Circle game, Joni Mitchell, both sides now. Joni Mitchell. (laughs) Guys, it's Thanksgiving.
1: Wow. It's a great holiday. I think it might be my favorite holiday. That's good. Yeah. Why? If I'm completely honest, it's only about the food. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> that was the correct answer.
1: And when I say the food I only mean the pie because Oh my god <laughs> in yes. recent years I've become a vegetarian. So oh. stuffing and pie.
0: Stuffing and pie. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, mashed potato. Sweet potato. Oh mashed potato for sure. Cranberry mm-hmm. sauce. Yes. Um okay. dare I say sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top? <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, but right before we started recording, I said, Okay, we're gonna talk about Thanksgiving, as today is Thanksgiving. And see if anyone has any strong opinions about Thanksgiving foods. Okay, I just Jerome. I, I just I
3: just need you to know that like if you speak this out loud, like we're, n- things will never be the same. I
0: just don't think that sweet potatoes need marshmallows melted on top to be good. And you said it.
3: And you said it. They and don't. You said but it. have you
1: had to it with good. like
0: brown sugar and r- pecans on top?
3: Why okay. yes. And marshmallows, honey, and marshmallows. Mar-
0: it's so, and I love sweets, okay? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I true. would just eat marshmallows.
1: You would just eat sugar out that's, of the packet. <laughs> that's
0: true. <laughs> a true expose. <laughs> you heard it here first. I used to, like, get confection <laughs> sugar and put it in a cup and lick the back of a spoon and just, like, cover the back <laughs> the like, um, of spoon. It's like, um,
1: what's that candy? It's like
0: baby bottle pop.
1: Yes. Pixie Stix. Yes, there's another one I'm thinking of. Oh, all candy is just <laughs> sugar? That's true. Hottest of takes. But the the it's like colored and flavored and you dip.
0: Oh,
3: fun, fun dip. dip.
1: It's like fun dip, yeah. but without the artificial flavors.
0: Right, it's Worse. just sugar. It's just
1: sugar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's not that I don't like... Well, I like sweets. Mm-hmm. As I said, I would eat marshmallows on their own. Um, but I just think that like... It maybe makes it a little too sweet. I guess if I'm like putting it on my like plate of yes. Thanksgiving now dinner. Now you're food, thinking it. Yeah. That is like, I got turkey, I've got macaroni and cheese, I've got mashed potatoes.
1: Stuffing. I've got
0: stuffing. I've got collard greens. I don't want just like
2: a
1: vegetables, pylon. maybe Brussels sprouts even. Yeah. You're going to need some marshmallows to help you out.
0: Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> wasn't
1: where I was going. <laughs>
3: You know, yeah, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> everything on that plate is already sugar, like cranberry sauce, um, <clears throat> sugar.
0: First of all, like I mac didn't and even cheese. say cranberry sauce. Second of all, I said
3: turkey with mashed some cranberry. Potatoes. Cra- that's some cranberry sauce on it. Is the only I can cranberry sauce. No, and also mashed potatoes. That's only carbohydrates. That's sugar. Turns sugar like that. Same C6 thing with mac H and cheese. 06.
2: <laughs> wow!
3: Wow! <laughs> wow! Glucose oh in the God. house.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> <13 laughs> chemist. I think I learned that in biology.
0: Biologist. Yeah. In the house.
3: You
1: in the ninth everywhere. grade.
3: Wow, that's memory. Yeah. In action.
1: Were we in the same
0: bio one A class or were we in different periods?
1: I think we were in different ones. That's too bad. Oh, yeah.
3: yes. Wait, for we everyone were, at home. Oh, yeah. Um, Jerome and Sophia have gone to school together for how many decades?
0: <laughs> Literally decades.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, what's the math? Third yeah. grade.
1: Twelve? Third grade to... Thirteen years? What is this? Thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth grade? Right. <laughs> Thirteen. Wow. This is Thirteen thirteenth years. year. Yeah.
0: So by the time we hit ninth grade, we were like... Hey, uh, old friend. What oh,
1: say, say old, old friend? friend. Except we didn't know that show yet. Right, but right.
3: if we had, <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we would have said. Oh my gosh, I would love to see like a, a montage of your friendship as told through shows.
1: Oh. Oh. Like
3: if someone could put that together for us right now, mm. that would be great. Where would
1: it start? I mean, it would start... That's a good question. It might start with you coming to see me in Aladdin. Did you come to yes. Aladdin? Yes, Okay. You came to see me in Aladdin, which is important because there's an Aladdin reprise right. in which we are both in Aladdin. <laughs>
0: yes. But I would Aladdin see... happened twice?
1: Yeah. For me, it oh, did. Oh, Jerome, so
3: Jerome only talks about. I was Aladdin he was the
1: first time. So if you I was, was Aladdin. Aladdin. And Jerome came to see me. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. So that's where
0: we start. Then I would. Um...
1: Well, you can have like some, a couple of little, little mini shows right. um, on, on the grounds of recess. Where we we would, like, learn the songs that we heard the older choruses singing.
0: Right. And then we would sing them at recess. Yes. Because that's what recess is for. Yeah. Then I would say Part of Your World, Little Mermaid. Oh,
1: yes. The Fifth Grade Talent Show.
0: Um, Followed maybe not immediately by, but the next thing in my head is... Oh, well, then we started being in musicals together. Yes. I was going to say On My Own.
1: Oh, that's... True. Because
0: I played on my own for
1: you. you did. Wow, I sang on my own. Seventh grade?
0: <laughs> yeah. Seventh grade. Mm. We all had to, <laughs> are <laughs> are <the videos? laughs> had to do
1: it. We're out of the
2: video. Have you done it yet?
0: N- no. Well it's coming? <laughs> it's
1: coming. <laughs> <laughs> um yes, for Artrageous. Right. Artrageous. Artrageous. Art-rageous? Oh yes. Oh that's you know, <laughs> the <Art-rageous>. Arts Festival. <laughs> yes. Uh, but actual musical, 7th grade, Beauty and the Beast.
3: Okay, Alan Menken is getting play in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said uh, Aladdin and then Little Mermaid and now <laughs> yeah. the Beast. Oh, yes. Alan Menken's oh, really out here writing the theme songs to your lives. That's
0: wow, true. thanks then Alan.
1: Thanks Alan. You know, um, he's an avid
0: listener. Yes. <laughs> well, that is then followed by the reprise.
1: Yes, Aladdin reprise. Oh my God. Aladdin, the bilingual junior edition. Right,
0: the dual language edition, Aladdin DLE. Yes, junior English and Spanish. We have D-L-E- Aladdin over there and J-R. Hasmin
1: over here. Hasmin, yes,
0: oh because my. the rich people spoke Spanish, which was the only option.
2: Yes,
1: they couldn't. <laughs> it would be bad. They could not. He did done it the other way. Other way so when he gets turned into a prince, he's like blessed with Spanish powers. Right. Wow. Well.
3: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. If only I could have had that. Just a few semesters ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, taking it all the way back, I don't think that marshmallows should be <laughs> sweet potatoes. And that's how because that's, it, we've got to finish with because that. Because if it were dessert, well, maybe it's because I'm thinking of sweet potatoes as a dish with your dinner, as opposed to a yes, sweet Yes, and this dessert.
1: is why I'm saying they're necessary, because... Dinner is long. Dinner <laughs> at Thanksgiving is a many-course affair. That's true. Um, and I am not gonna be able to wait all until the pies <laughs> to have a little bit of dessert.
3: The truth is spoken.
0: I do, I've been watching a lot of uh, cooking videos recently, and so mm. I've been thinking about how, you know, you have to balance all of your seasonings, the acid with the salt with the sweet, mm. okay? And the marshmallows just are so sweet.
1: Okay, I'm pretty sure, and maybe I'm making this up, but I'm pretty sure the version that I've had of the sweet potato marshmallow dish Includes pineapple. Ooh. And I'm wondering how that wow. might affect your feelings on it.
0: That's oh very sweet.
1: Yes, but a little bit of acid.
0: That is a little bit of acid.
3: Okay, so full disclosure. The reason why this really gets my proverbial goat um, <laughs> is because, <laughs> because that's my dish. That is my dish that you for know. Thanksgiving. Do you make it? I make it? the sweet potato casserole. Oh, wow. And I have a very particular way of making it. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Yeah, exactly. You should look like that. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and I have not thought about pineapples, but I really might use it this time. Ooh, tell um, how it all goes. I love, I love, I use the orange juice, really, mm-hmm. to, like, give you that kind of tangy moment. Mm-hmm. But pineapple would be a nice substitute. Mm-hmm. But there are always marshmallows on top, honey. Okay. <laughs> okay. So.
0: Um, are you Are you guys canned cranberry sauce or, like, real Mm. cranberry sauce people.
3: I could kind of go either. Like, I kind of want both, actually. (laughs) Yeah. They're they're very different. They're not the same thing, but I like them both.
0: They don't taste at all the
3: same.
1: Yeah. It was definitely a growing up thing for me. It was a Mm. taste buds needed to mature and appreciate the whole cranberries. Right. Yeah. So I could go either way now.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah, I agree. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I probably would lean towards the can. Mm-hmm. I used to always get very sad that um, I would like go to like a salad bar. Yes. And I'd be like, oh, there's oh, some little cranberry and oh, it how was sweet. It was beets. It was beets. <laughs> and I'd be like, this is not what I wanted it to be.
3: What, you're telling me you mistook yeah. beets for, for canned can cranberry, cranberry sauce? sauce. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to say that one more time. so That's that I can not kind of weird. Process out loud. <laughs> you mistook beets for canned cranberry sauce.
0: Stop trying to make fun of me for this. That's not Oh, no. Not I'm just they trying to, I'm look trying to understand.
3: They I, I'm, look I'm trying to understand you, Jerome. If
1: they're cut into rounds. Yes. Not flat. like a whole beet.
3: <laughs> Full beet.
0: <laughs> um, no, like a beet that gets... I've never made beets in my life. That gets cooked somehow, and then it's chopped <laughs> up. Sliced. Into, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a cubed.
2: Turn the Okay, beet a
1: cubed... At the point of cubed, I was not making that mistake, but... Oh, well, you know,
0: you get the cranberry sauce out of the can, and you kind of... (laughs) Do you cube cube it? it
1: (laughs) Sometimes you cube it. That's what I'm interested in, because I've always, like, very much followed the...
0: the, Oh, just, like, in This is a cylinder, cylinder. and now
1: we have circles.
0: I love... I go at it with a spoon.
1: There we go. Ooh,
0: my aunt makes this, like, frozen cranberry sauce, Mm. which is, like... I really don't know what's in it, but I literally love it. No one else in my family likes it. She only <laughs> makes it every year so I can eat the whole thing. That's very kind. Um, <laughs> it's like cranberry sauce and Cool Whip and maybe like walnuts, mm. um, maybe some other things thrown in there. And it's like whipped up and then frozen.
1: Whoa.
3: And mix it and mix it and mix it.
0: Stop. <laughs> and then you eat like a slice of it. You like freeze Whoa. it in a tin and then you like slice it up. There are pineapples in it, too.
1: Pineapples. Whoa. Mm-hmm. There they are.
0: Pineapples are everywhere. You hmm. guys pineapple on pizza, people?
1: I am not opposed. I probably won't order it, but if it's there, I'll eat it.
0: Hmm. I
3: put myself in the same camp. I don't think I don't know the last time I ordered a pizza with pineapple on it, but I've been
0: given it, mm-hmm. and I've eaten it. Mm-hmm. I'm strong pineapple on pizza. Very nice. Um, but someone recently told me that the sweetness of the pineapple does not go well with the tomato sauce.
1: That makes sense.
0: And when I started thinking of those
2: mm. directly
0: in opposition, I was like, oh, you're right. Mm. They don't go well. Mm. And they said, just they just ruined the pineapple pizza for you. Oh, I still order it. Okay, <laughs> great, great. Any final thoughts on Thanksgiving?
1: It has a whole history. That's but that doesn't true. feel like a final thought.
0: Oh. Yeah, it feels like only the beginning.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Only the beginning of a thought on Thanksgiving. One of my students is from... China Um, and she was in a class today and the professor was like oh like everyone draw like a hand turkey on the board and she fully was like what are you talking
2: about
0: and so Mm. then she's like the professor's like oh I'll show you and like outlines her hand on the board and is like that's a turkey (laughs) and my student was like that's not a turkey, it's a hand. And I realized that hands don't look all that much like turkeys. That's just something that everyone in America has been doing since the beginning of time, I guess. And so hand turkeys are like yeah. the thing to do.
1: I don't know if you guys had this, but when I was a child, my job for Thanksgiving at some point was to make like place cards for people. Oh. And so those were hand turkeys. So I was making many, many hand turkeys, <laughs> turkeys. and then writing the names of the guests
3: Oh, wow. How many people came to your Thanksgivings?
1: Maybe, probably like 20 or less, which is a, a great number. But um, as a child, that was a lot of hand turkeys. It's a lot of hand
0: turkeys. Yeah, it's a ton. Do you have yeah. to cut them
1: all out? Mm-hmm. Oh
3: who would do the seating arrangement? And you know I'm
1: bad at crafts. <laughs> <laughs> Not a crafter. <laughs> Not a crafter.
3: Wait, I'm so curious. Who would do the seating arrangement? Like, who would decide who
0: sat where?
1: Probably my mom. I don't really remember that part. This I don't even remember. It might not have even mattered. It might have just been a fun <laughs> then, like, thing for me to pick contribute. Up your hand
0: turkey and then go sit wherever you want.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I bet we put them places, but I don't okay. know that it was because the people really like needed that much oh, direction. Right, it was right, probably right. just a fun thing to do.
0: Just a fun thing to find.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. One more question on Thanksgiving. What time do you guys have your Thanksgiving dinners? Oh, that is a good question.
1: I would say 1 p.m.
3: Oh,
0: that's good.
1: Because then you can eat leftovers for dinner. Oh my god! And then you can eat leftovers for breakfast. But Thanksgiving is already forever. dinner.
0: You just eat forever. But
1: yeah, you're so full that like, you really just want to like keep eating less and less leftovers yeah. yes. as the night goes on. You keep going
0: back to get more plates, but it's like, you know, the first time you go and you get everything because you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. But then by the third <laughs> time, you're like, I only want to eat macaroni. And cheese. Yes. <laughs> so I'm just gonna get a full plate of that.
1: What time does yours start, canyon?
0: Like
3: later. Mm-hmm. than that. I don't know. My When I'm at home for it, my dad and my brother and I go run like a, a Thanksgiving Day race, the turkey trot. Oh, turkey trot. Mm. Come on, turkey trot. No, you know. Um,
1: Exercise.
3: I know. And I'm going to be missing it this year because I'm not spending Thanksgiving at home. So oh. sorry, Cameron and Dad. Have fun doing that thing. Are you going to
1: trot wherever you are? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No
3: but then because of that, we have like a breakfast moment. There's like, we get done with this race in the morning and we're like, I'm... Full of hunger. Mm. I just ran a race.
0: Wow, full of hunger.
3: Mm. I'm a lyricist.
1: On Thanksgiving, you're full of something. <laughs> <and also> something <laughs> okay.
3: We have like a little, a little meal then, and then it's like cooking for hours. Mm-hmm. Like then, just like the floodgates opened up and the ovens are going, and then like dinner doesn't happen at least until like six thirty.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. six thirty. No, oh, no, 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 no,
3: no, no. It's too late. <laughs> but then you eat it. And then you're, like, tired. You know, you get that good, like, I'm, like. You get the itis. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what it's called.
3: The scientific term. <laughs> from, that we learned in biology in ninth grade. Yes. Um, C6H-12O6.
2: Wow.
3: Um, and, well, like, if it's late enough, then, like, I don't know, it's just, like, more cozy. Like, it's definitely dark outside. So what do you do before?
0: When do you, do you eat lunch?
3: That's the thing that gets skipped out on. Because um, everyone's cooking. No, no, no.
0: So you don't eat lunch and you don't eat until six thirty? That's had why breakfast.
3: that's why it's so good. So you if you you wake up, you spend a lot of energy, you eat a big meal, then you cook for hours, and then and then you are rewarded.
0: I can't believe this.
3: <laughs> and then the floodgates open up and I then God smiles onto you hmm. and says, Here's Thanksgiving dinner at six
0: thirty. Hmm. I can't believe this. No, so that
1: that sounds good. My it makes
0: sense. mom if my mom were making Thanksgiving dinner, she would start on Monday. Right. Um, and she herself would be kind of, like, eating Thanksgiving all week. <laughs> um, so by the time it's Thursday, she's like, eh, whatever. Wow. <laughs> 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 but really, by the time it's Thursday, it's like all the food is is ready. Um, she kind of, like, makes the rolls on, on Thursday, but then, like, heats everything else up, and we eat, and, you know, at two or three. Hmm. Um, wow. But typically we go down to visit my dad's family, and it used to be that we would leave on, like, Tuesday or Wednesday, spend the night or two nights, and then on Thursday we'd have Thanksgiving, and, you know, we would maybe eat three or four-ish. Recently, (laughs) we've started leaving on Thursday, so we'll leave Thanksgiving morning, drive down to Virginia Beach, which can be a four-hour drive, can be a lot more if Mm. the traffic is not good on thanksgiving <laughs> not on thanksgiving um and so then in that instance the family is all kind of waiting for us to arrive and that's when we eat oh. like we run in and then we all pray and then we eat
3: wow so you hold all those people up <laughs> wow
0: but it's still only like three or four i can't believe you wait until 6 30 well so you gotta make it all so like I don't. Un- I don't understand the making at all. The day, the of.
3: day of. Now, like, I mean, like the people. Some things get done beforehand, but like usually no. And so everyone, like, everyone gets a gets a dish to make basically, and then sure. everyone's like, I need the oven right now. Uh, that's what I'm
1: right wondering. Yeah.
3: Okay, well, we're gonna stove top this one and. Uh, oh. <laughs> that coming- one? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> microwave <laughs> that one exactly exactly microwave that one. But oh, yeah, I can't believe that it's yeah, like a that. lot of like. You know, like time management. That's you know, a whole puzzle. Exactly. It's like a fun a fun little Thanksgiving mm. day. I'd rather eat early surprise. and
0: then do a puzzle.
1: Hmm. Puzzles are puzzle. fun. I love puzzles.
3: Or we play dominoes. Hmm. Are there any traditions that you guys associate with with the time of giving thanks?
0: We always do the say what you're thankful for. Hmm. Um, I love the... Charlie Brown Thanksgiving oh. special?
2: Hmm.
0: I don't know what it's called. You're it, a it's turkey, a, Charlie Brown. <laughs> it's
3: <laughs> a pumpkin.
0: It's, no. no, it's not the great pumpkin. I think it might just be like, Happy Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown. Yeah. It's is is called it? a, a, Charlie a Charlie Brown, Brown Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Right.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. And Snoopy has to make all the food, but Snoopy doesn't know how to cook because he's a, a dog. <laughs> um, so <laughs> he makes she. like popcorn and other stuff that isn't, like, real food. Yeah. And so Charlie Brown is like, everyone come over. No, it's not even Charlie Brown. It's Peppermint Patty. Oh. Classic Peppermint Patty is like, oh, everyone come over to Charlie Brown's place. And she calls him Chuck. She's like, everyone come over to Chuck's place because he's making dinner. But then it's just Snoopy, like, making popcorn. And then everyone's like, this is terrible. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all should have gone home. I've never seen it. Oh my God! Well, I just gave you what it's about. Oh. Well, it's only
3: thirty minutes. There's, there can't be much. That's fair. <laughs> anyway, that's a good thing. That's, the, that's a good tradition. That's yeah. a good tradition.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have any th- Thanksgiving traditions other than the hand turkey? Other than
1: yeah, that sounds like a tradition to me more than anything else I can <laughs> think of. Um, I guess. More Less of a tradition, more of a characteristic is in recent years, the sort of population, I guess, of our Thanksgiving has changed where there are probably, it's it's gotten older. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my mom now, you know how there used to be like the adult's table and the kid's table? Right. So now instead of the adult's table and the kid's table, we have like the table and then we have the free range guests. <laughs> so, so the free range guests is <laughs> is anyone who wouldn't mind sitting on a couch. Right. Um, So everyone... Wait, 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 wait.
3: Free-range guests... That's what my mom calls it. ...sounds like some sort of, like, food classification.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Grass-fed beef free-range guests and cage-free eggs.
3: That's the idea.
2: (laughs) That's the idea.
1: (laughs) So it just means the guests who can roam around and then assist the guests who are at the table stationary.
0: We do that. We do that at my house for, like like Christmas and Easter, mm. but it, like in the dining room, like, right. like a six-person dining room table. And right. so that's like my mom, her parents, right. her two brothers, her brother's wife. Yeah. And they'll sit there and then anyone else. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> to like, the floor. <laughs> find
3: somewhere else <laughs> to sit. Like, here's
1: a plate. Exactly. <laughs> Figure
0: it out.
3: Yeah. Yeah, free range. That yeah. is true. Like, like, how can you have a Thanksgiving without a big table? But like, mm. who has like, a really big table?
0: I don't. Yeah. I think You're the only one who has, doesn't have your cards on the table. Wow. What do you do? Do you have free range guests? Are your guests locked in the cage? Oh, my God.
3: Oh, my. Oh, my word. I can't talk about any of that. Um, and so I won't.
0: Great.
1: What are your Thanksgiving traditions, Kenyon?
3: Also can't talk about any of those. <laughs> They're confidential. If I told you, I'd have to kill you.
1: Oh, my.
0: Oh, well, please don't tell us. <laughs> I wish you would. No, I think
3: honestly the most salient besides the running every morning. Yeah, that's that I have right. Now, you did tell us one. about
0: the turkey trot.
3: Yeah, so there's a tradition finally me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um besides that, it's like always it's like how much can we plan to go out on Black Friday but not actually do it? Like mm. how many like how many newspapers and like coupons right. can we be like, "Oh, this is the one. Okay, Walmart at 4 a.m., okay?" like et cetera mm-hmm. and then Next morning comes in, Asleep. no one gets up, no one moves, no one even to rise. That is my Thanksgiving tradition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not even about... I kind of am a fan of Black Friday. Not because I, like, I'm like. i not out here punching anybody over a plasma screen. Um, also, you know, capitalism is terrible. Hmm. But I love the spectacle of it. Like, I love to go out and people are lined up and it's cold. Hmm. Um, and then they're like,
2: I have to get the blah, blah, blah.
0: Um people just like really care about it you know You love a spectacle. I do love spectacle.
2: <laughs> back <laughs> I to king it. god wow truly wow. Oh. <laughs> truly
3: hey y'all While well, we're taking this little break um i thought i would remind you that you should definitely check out the description we've started to put like links to videos in there the articles that we talked about and we've been making playlists of songs that we mentioned so you guys can listen along and follow along um, also, this week, we will, of course, have links to Sophia's stuff. So please go check it out and give her a listen. Back to the episode.
2: We're
0: back into it. We're back. We just took a break. Um, Sophia met Tommy, our editor. <laughs> okay. Sophia. Yes. You, like many of us, You're an artist. You make art. We've alluded to this previously in this episode. Hmm, I do. If you've somehow missed
3: it, Sophia wrote our theme song.
1: I did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Iconic. One of of my proudest accomplishments. (laughs) Incredible.
0: Kenny, you were saying that someone was like, "I need the," I need it. Literally, one of my friends was like, "I need to wake up to this every
3: morning," and I was like. And then he came back to me the next day. He's like, why didn't you send it to me? And I was like, oh. Oh. oh I'm so sorry. It's unavailable right now. Um, but the people love it.
1: I'm very happy to hear that. I had a great time making it. I was very honored to make it. I'm so happy. Yes.
3: I'm so happy about it's that. It's good. Good fun. How, did, how do you think about like writing music?
1: Ooh. Big question. <laughs> what a Big question. Let question. us all know. Great. Um. Well, I guess that depends on how and when, why I guess I'm writing the music. Um, so for this for this podcast, I sat down with the both of you and I asked you um, if anything was important to you about how the music would sound. Both if there's anything like super specific, like I only want. G-flat, which you didn't say. Um.
0: Although not
3: unlike
1: us to say. <laughs> Do whatever you want as long as
3: these 12 things in
1: yeah. one. Um. C, D-flat, D, flat, D, <laughs> flat, e,
3: flat Nice G. chromatic scale.
1: Yeah. Um, so I, I just tried to get a sense from you of anything that would be important, which I guess could be kind of generalized to other kinds of music that I write. If there, there's some element that is important or a way in or... a a door or a focal a way point. In. I've way been thinking in. a
0: lot about the way in. Yeah. Uh, working on this senior project that I'm working on, which is going to be an original musical.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: there are a lot of like, okay, well, I know who the character is and I know what they're singing about, but I don't have a song.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: and I feel like I know what it should feel like or what it should sound like or whatever. But like, how do you find that way in? Yeah, I've, I've been doing a lot of listening to other musical theater stuff mm. and being like, oh, well, that if I just do that, like if I take a little of this and a little of that and I mix it together, then I have created a, a the thing that I need. Mm. But yeah, the way in is like, how do you figure that out?
1: Right. Yeah. And I think for me, I try to let it be a pretty random process a lot of the time. Mm. Um, so I try not to of putting any restrictions on how that weigh in comes to be. I try not to make it anything too I don't know sacred because sure. a lot of, usually it's not. I, I'm not even a person with I think enough musical training to like really know what I'm looking for when I'm looking for something. So yeah, I try to, I try to let it be pretty casual um, and then just kind of build upon whatever whatever I do find. So for for this podcast, for example, I was just in a practice room playing on an acoustic piano playing some chords and I came up with one little melody and then I brought it into the studio and I just kind of kept chipping away at it until, I don't know, for me it just it just needed to go from having nothing to having something and then once you have something, then you, you can play with it until it... Build around the something. Right. That's cool. Yeah. A lot of times way in is a single word or a single phrase, something mm. like that.
0: Yeah. Stringing together the ideas. Yeah. Or taking one idea and, and building around it.
1: Right, exactly,
0: I feel like it takes a lot
3: of like or just a certain degree of self confidence to be like to kind of kind of in an almost improvisatory way like because like yeah. when i when I know it, I'll know it like when I play it, when right. I hear it, when I sing it, like that'll be it, like and I'll just know, and like I think that trusting that confidence that like something will come out and then like hmm. when you hear it, you'll know what it is is like not trivial, hmm. I don't know, um like i also I also been thinking about like exactly the way in and that is. I feel like I have sometimes like too many ways in. I don't feel like sometimes I only have like hmm. starting points. Mm. And like th- to what? Like to then like, okay, now like I have an idea here, an idea there, and they're like trying to get out the same thing, but I actually don't know what that thing is.
1: Hmm. Wow. Well, I think a lot of the like the confidence that helps you sort of proceed with that is is knowing how unconfident you were in the past. Um, knowing how every everything that you've built before has is something that you didn't know how to do or, or didn't mm. know what it would look like. Yeah, And so, so sort of seeing the moment that you're in of saying, I don't know what this is going to be and how to get there at all, saying, oh yeah, that's right. That's exactly how this works. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking a lot about like, you know, sitting in front of a piano or sitting in front of an empty note on my computer or whatever and like having a lot of things that like could sound nice or like, Knowing in theory, like, I could put anything on here. Um, But, like, waiting until I know, like, okay, I have gotten this piece exactly right. And now I can, like, continue to work on it. I wish that I were a little better at, yeah, something about this confidence piece. I wish that I were better at, like, trusting myself to be able to, like, do something and move on, even if that was not the absolute right thing.
3: Hmm. Yeah. I always hear people talk about the word, like, process this, like process process it's all about the process it's it's in the mm. process and like that will determine the thing and like i am one of those people who love saying that word but then like sometimes like what does that what does it actually look like i've been trying to really experiment with that in my own writing is like maybe process is like for i like go take a shower mm. first mm. like maybe that is my process mm. like i've got to like i've got to make the atmosphere for it for me to feel like i can just like throw something out and be like good bad we're going to keep going that's it this is the this is the way. That is not the way to find getting that space is like it's a personal thing too. It's like an attitude that you're trying to find as well as the music that you're trying to evaluate and write.
0: Actually kind of in that that same vein of process, I've been thinking a lot about like trying to write at different times of the day mm. in different places. Mm. So not like just doing it, you know, in the same practice room after class or in the middle of the night or whatever. Um, like, what happens if I, like, get up and go immediately try to start writing something? Right. And every time that I do it, I don't do it very often because I'm bad at making myself <laughs> get up and go do stuff in the morning. Um, but every time that I do it, I, like, come up with something. Hmm. I come up with something that I like, that I like, and then I end up keeping.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, I am now in front That's of you great. realizing that I should just do that no. all the time. Um, I also, with that confidence piece... Um, was talking to some friends recently about the idea of like writing papers while high or writing papers while a little drunk Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that that is something that I've done on occasion (laughs) Um, but the idea of like you know if you're a little intoxicated and you're like oh everything I'm saying makes perfect sense Mm -hmm. like I so often get caught up in the like oh, this piece does not, I have to get it exactly right before I can move on, but if I can somehow get into a space, whether it's because, you know, it's earlier in the morning and so my mind is, like, faster and and better, um, or if it's just that I am (laughs) under somebody's influence, uh, that I trust more. Trust Mm -hmm. more that, like, the thing that I have said has communicated something and that I can keep moving. And then, you know, come back and change it later if that's what it needs.
1: Yeah. Or well, I think the other great thing is not, not requiring exactly the right thing to occur every yeah. time. So yeah. sometimes I, I also, when I can, try and play or be in a space where I can write at the beginning of the day. And most of the time, I'm not as lucky as you. And I don't come up with something. <laughs> um, but, but knowing that that outcome is, is okay and is permissible. And mm. and going going in and saying, great, this is not a space where you have to do something. This is a space where you are making space for something that could happen if it wanted to today. Yeah, that's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. That's good.
3: Wow, and like that's like you're holding a space for yourself to like yeah. be fully artist, which is not just what you end up maybe putting out or is not just like
2: what is the yeah. best work but it's like <laughs> right. all the other things. All everything that's, that's a great yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: The, the idea that like everything that you create or come up with or that all the ideas that you have I mean this sounds kind of cliche saying it but I feel like I forget it all the time mm. that like not everything that you come up with is going <laughs> to end up being a final product. Like right. not like you have to like give yourself the space and the time to like like of the amount of time that you sit Thinking about working or writing or whatever, like such a small percentage of that is spent like literally like creating the thing that ends up being, like being yes. put out, but you have to have all the other time in there too, mm-hmm. like that's the ratio of of productivity on on the time yeah ratio productivity time thank you <laughs> <laughs> math major <Ooh. laughs> that's me c six h twelve biology chemistry. <laughs> Um something that I've been thinking a lot about um is how you know when a thing is done. Mm. This is something that that I honestly like most recently was incepted into my brain. I don't mm. know what I'm saying. <laughs> when we were working on the when we were working on this podcast and on the the music in particular. Yeah. It's like, how do you know when the thing is good? How do you know if your hmm. audience is going to like it? How do you know that, especially with things that are, that there are final versions of, hmm. as opposed to like, you know, if you write a song and you perform it a lot, then you can do different things with it as you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, like there are things that are living
1: hmm. and
0: there are things that are like, here I've made the version, the final version of it
1: recorded media.
0: Yeah. And that's I think that's a trick of modernity. Yes, it is.
3: You oh. know? Like, recorded oh. stuff, that, like, this still wasn't how it used to be. Like Yes, you'd have to, like, write. Like, you'd have to, for sure, like, composers back in the day, you know, you sit down and you write it out and that is your quote-unquote final version. But then, like, you look at, like, Bach and, like, all of his music is there, but then, like, people who would play it would improvise a lot on top of it. And, like, every mm-hmm. time is new, therefore. And... As people interpret the music that like composers write on the page, like you get some of that inflection in the way it is. Now, like someone releases a song, and it's like everyone's got their headphones in. It's recorded, and then you go to the concert, and you just like, do you want to hear just the record being played again, or like what? Do you, right. Like what is hmm. where is what is the music?
1: What then? is the music?
0: Yeah, they're kind of the difference between like a final version as a final copy or a final map of it versus a final performance of it. Hmm. Like, before this whole recorded sound thing, which really is you know very new to the human age, it was like there was no final performance.
1: But I still, I don't know, one thing I've been thinking about more recently with recorded sound is how it might continue to be a performance based on things, you know, what speakers you listen on, sure. what headphones. But also, like I really like to listen to music when I walk around, mm-hmm. when I'm outdoors. And I feel like what I see and smell and feel um, is a lot of my experience of that music. And so it might be being performed, um, even though that artist has given it a a stopping point.
0: Yeah, I love that. That like the the context in which the recording is played is part of its playing.
1: Yeah.
3: Just like all other types of art, the theater that you're in, the spaces you enter, the audience size. Exactly. Like we look at live art in context all the time and we take those into account. Why do we try to do, or why do I feel like I decontextualize a lot of recorded sound from like my life? Mm.
0: Like you said, okay, you know, someone releases a song and then everyone's listening on their headphones, focusing on like, okay, everyone's listening to that same thing, but there is just so much about all those people and all those listenings that is different. Mm. That actually there is more about it that is different than that is the same. Wow, something will never catch me saying. Let's focus on the things that we don't have in common. Ooh. <laughs> wow, art. Yeah. I love art.
2: Shikak. <laughs> <laughs> I had something. a
1: history teacher in high school who told us that if we ever went to college and we saw on the board at the beginning of a lecture, what is art? question mark We should leave. <laughs> 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 so...
3: Wow. wow! If you want, you should um, all go and look up Sofia Campo Amor. Where Kempo can the people Amor. find me? <laughs> Excuse Where me. can
1: people find me? Um, you can find me in this very room <laughs> for many hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you where that is. <laughs> um, you can find me. Okay, well, here's how you spell my name. S-O-F-I with an accent if you're feeling fancy, but you can just write I-A, S-O-F-I-A, space, space Campo Amor, which is camp. A M O R, all one word. Love. And really, if you Google that, um, most people <laughs> don't have that name.
3: Um, what she's so saying that's... is she's famous. So just yeah. type in her name, and you'll find
1: her. <laughs> um, I have a most band camp, so com. I'm on Facebook page, too, but I'm bad at updating it. <laughs> but maybe if you liked it, I would try for you.
0: Wow. Good uh, plug. It's a good plug. Thank you. Um, I think it's time to send it.
1: Oh, send it!
2: Um,
0: <laughs> today we're each doing our own individual sendits. Mm. I feel very strongly about mine, so I'm going to go first. And okay. it's only appropriate that I'm doing this on the Thanksgiving mm. episode of the pod. I, as I said, I've been watching a lot of you know cooking videos mm. on YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. I've been very obsessed with the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen. Bon Appetit is a culinary publication. And they have a YouTube channel and they like post videos of them like making all these recipes. Um, and I love them all. Brad is goofy and I've come around on him. Claire is the queen of the kitchen, of sweets, of confectionaries, uh, and literally everything else. There's one girl named Molly who I have come around to. When I first watched a video of her, I was like, oh, Molly, but now I'm like, Molly's great. <laughs> anyway, there's one guy who works in the kitchen. His name is uh, Andy Baraghani, um, and he's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's queer, and he's Iranian, and he wrote this great article about being Iranian and queer. Mm. Um, wow. He very recently, they posted a video of him making a Thanksgiving turkey. And I just want to marry him.
3: <laughs>
1: so you're so sending a I'm sending, marriage proposal? Right.
0: I'm sending it It being a my hand in marriage <laughs> uh, to proverbially, proverbially, not my severed hand. Yeah, that's um, really the image I got, and I was
3: disgusted by all the injustice. Thank you. Oh
0: uh, anyway, Andy Bargani, I hmm. love you. <laughs> wow. 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 So that's my send it.
1: I could do one. Okay, um, so I'm gonna do a podcasty. Send it. Ooh, um, yeah. so I'm. It's very exciting to be on a podcast. <laughs> um, this is the second time I've been on a podcast. The first time was the aforementioned just duet with Jerome back in high school. Um And in in between then, I I didn't really listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I I think my attention span is usually too short. Um, and so then I'll, I would miss some words, and then I would get lost and. The podcast was done for me, but over the summer, um, I was listening to Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, oh my God. which is a truly incredible podcast right yes. up my alley, which is full of love for Harry Potter. Um, and I really, really like binge listens this podcast over the summer. Um, I was like in a new place um, with some new friends over the summer, and it was just great to have a space in my earphones. It was just for me and Casper and Vanessa, the hosts oh my of this God. podcast. They're so wonderful. They just talk about my favorite thing, Harry Potter, in such a beautiful, thoughtful, caring way um, that has created this really incredible community of listeners. Um, I'm going to see them oh my God. live on December 9th in Cambridge, um, but I'm just sending it to them for for just their, their great work in podcasting. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you, Casper and Vanessa. I think you're doing a lot of good things.
0: I love that. Uh, you introduced me to... Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. Um, As we revealed weeks ago, Kenyon has never read Harry Potter, so he's not a part of this conversation. Don't look Mm. at me. Um, Don't speak to me. (laughs) (laughs) Gladly. (laughs) Uh, That's great. That's a great send it. Thank you. It's really so good. It really is. I have a really nerdy send it.
1: Great. I love.
0: It's like
3: nerdier really, than Harry Potter. In the yeah, I was going it's say. like that really specific moment. Mm. But I've been like trying to get in the zone to study and like finding meditative music to listen to and whatnot. This is actually I guess like two sendits. And one person that's like really helping me out, his music is like putting me right where I need to be. This composer Steve Reich, he mm. writes a lot of like, really. <gasps> oh my rhythmic- god, he just
0: wrote a new. Piece for orchestra. Whoa.
1: It's, I have, it's in what? this A New York are you Times article. These? Are you actually kidding me? No. Wait,
0: what? I know.
3: What is it called?
1: That's him. <laughs> Can we have another wait. moment? Okay, we're going to talk wait, about wait, this. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, what?
0: Yeah, you have to read this article oh in the New God. York Times. Give me this physical paper Music that have. Music for, what does it say? Music for ensemble and orchestra?
1: <gasps> After 30 years. Yeah.
3: Oh, my God.
0: I'm so glad this happened. <laughs> I would have forgotten to tell you. Oh, my God. This is
3: like, I need to listen to it right away. He's an inspiration. <laughs> um like when I tell you that this like this music like really like gives me peace, like that is what it mm. that is what it does. I'm not lying when I say that to you. Mm-hmm. Um I'm so excited. I cannot wait to go home and listen to this piece immediately. Yeah. Um so thanks Steve Reich. He is like if you don't know anything about him, he's like an American composer, kind of like one of the founders considered one of the founders of minimalist mm. composition when yes. you just like play one note over and over again and call it music. But then I find that, you know, it's like the same thing over and over again, but that like really makes me just deep breathe and like reevaluate my life and like, everything's gonna be fine. Thanks Steve Reich for like,
0: giving me peace. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Well, there you have it. Our first guest. (gasps) Wow.
2: Yay.
1: Sophia, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me.
3: This was a beautiful time.
1: I had such a good time. I'm a big fan of this podcast. <laughs> it's going to be very odd to listen to myself on Thursday, but...
3: <laughs> We're a big fan of you. Wow.
1: And,
0: and your you've, music. you've truly been a part of it from the beginning. Yeah, so I don't is... know if
1: you knew this, but I sing it live every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: so good. Well, wow, talk about the music
0: happening. Wow. Within context, wherever you are. <laughs> oh my god. Amazing. We'll have to get the live version. Some. At oh point. wow.
1: Why not?
0: <laughs> okay, counter melody. <laughs>
1: This is my favorite part. Wait, 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 wait. I just gotta say Jenny this because feels so
0: passionately about the, that lower part that we speak over in the beginning being the best part. It's just so good. It like pulls back and then like the synths
3: come out, and They're like, like when that part of the music like first showed up in the drafts that were happening. I was like, this is immediately exactly what we need oh, wow. forever. And always. <laughs> and now Jerome makes us speak over. it so. oh,
1: But it's the moment to pull back.
0: Right. It is, is the pull back. Recede. Just as we're doing now. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy
0: Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for listening.
3: We Love That is brought to you by Jerome Walker and Kenyon Duncan.
0: Today, we'd like to give an extra special thank you to Sophia Campoamor, not just for being our most wonderful first guest, but also for writing our wonderful theme music.
3: As always, big shout out to Griffin Keller for that artwork.
0: Thanks, everybody. Happy Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.
3: Welcome back to We Love That.
0: I'm Kenyon, and that's Jerome. (laughs)